1: Guys, welcome back to Construct Your Life. This is Austin Linney here. I have the honor of having Francesca here. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. So I told Francesca we're gonna take it easy on her. We're only gonna talk about all of her deepest, darkest secrets. We're gonna we're gonna make sure that we really get her on. Un- no, I'm just kidding. Get her comfortable. Give <laughs> uh, re- remind me. I was looking before the interview, and I don't remember who introduced us. Do you remember?
2: Um, I want to say Hendra.
1: It was okay. I thought yeah. so. I just couldn't find the message. So uh, I probably get an email or a DM a week, you know, introducing me to, and, and, and so I just wanted to make sure I was correct. Love him. Love everything about them.
2: Hendra, you're uh, great.
1: They're great people. So yeah, we, we saw them when we were, I was out on the West coast recently. So what I like to do is let my guests kind of tell their story and uh, we'll kind of go from there. So if you want to start your story, wherever you want, we'll get going.
2: Sure. Um, so my story is the reason why I'm getting into multifamily is because I'm at a point in my career that I'm pretty much tapped out. Um. So, even and my husband as well. So I've been working. I'm a teacher. I've been working for 22 uh, years in teaching. Uh, <laughs> and
1: I, I, I feel the pain. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I love what I do, but I mean, at the same time, it's just like you know, it's never enough, you know. And I mm-hmm. and and my husband's at at his point, in his career as well. He's in heavy construction. Um, that he's at tapped out as well. And so sure. we both have two children and um that are college age. And so it's at that point, like uh, you know, they talk about fixed income, right? And they say that you have a fixed income, like when you you hit a certain age, which is when you retirement. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm at a fixed income now. So
1: well, I I hundred percent agree with that. But I think more to the point, and I'm sure we'll get into it deeper. But but I think you're almost at a fixed, like, threshold for. I give a shit about this job, you know, like, like dude, right here, 20 years in hotels and hospitality. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, I wanted to get out for the last like six and I was so done when I was done. Like, Mm -hmm. I just realized like, it's like two years, it'll be two years in like a couple of weeks. And I was like, it feels like it's been 15 (laughs) because I just ran, I took off. I was like, I can't. So there's, you know, so how does that look when you have, you know, he's working his job like crazy. You're working, you're, you're being kids. Like when you say getting into the multi, the real estate space, how, where did it start? What does that look like?
2: Well, yeah, it, it started all like back when we uh, first got married. Um, I, I was in real estate. I had my real estate license when I went to college. I got, you know, and I was in the rental industry at that time. So I knew about real estate and I knew, all um, well, the the power of it, but it was just that I I went to school to become a teacher, so I kind of put that to the side, and I went into my career as a teacher. Um, and it wasn't until uh, 2002 when we bought our our first home that when I went to the broker and I said, you know, I'm looking for a house because I knew it was about location, location, location. Um, but it was also very high market. So when I went to the broker and said. You know, hey, you know, we're looking for a house, but we're looking for the ugly house on the block um, mm-hmm. because we want to be able to redo it and and bring up the value. So, um, so they're like, you want the ugly house? I'm like, yeah, I wanna, I want good bones, good property, but make it ugly. So, sure enough, we it, it's 2002. Uh, we pull up to the house, and the house is like pink. The color is like it's like reddish pink, right? It's like it's, it must have been like faded. So, um, but it had great property. It had, it was great bones. Um, so we bought that house. We redid the house. It took about five years. We took it down to the studs. We redid it all. Um, and but in the meanwhile, we were, you know, I get to the point where I get a little bit, um, antsy. I get a little bored. So it was like, okay, what's the next thing we're going to do. And so, um, there was other reasons why we did this, but we ended up buying a place in Florida. So. you know, it was more like for tax purposes, but at the same time, it was like we could enjoy it as well because our kids were little and we had somewhere to go. But that wasn't um, that was back in two thousand six when we um, we bought a brand new place down there, and it, so it wasn't built yet, and so we didn't close until two thousand seven. And so then we all know what happened in two thousand eight, mm-hmm. and Florida got hit pretty bad. So mm-hmm. um, we we kept it, we kept it, we kept it going. We used it. Um, and then it came to a point where it was just like, we weren't getting there as often. So we wanted to be able to, um, rent it. And so we became accidental landlords. So we did, we rented the the condo and, um, and it was just kind of paying for itself, but not really. Our interest rate was so high at the time because interest rates were like six and a half percent that, and, and banks were not giving you a mortgage to refinance because, um, a lot of people walked away from their, their their condos. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it was, we went back to our home, which we bought, right. Right. It's all about buying, right. Right. So we bought our house, right. And we were able to leverage it. So we cash out, refied our home. We bought the place in Florida with our home and we were able to bring down the interest rate to three and a half percent. So right there, that was a lever we could hit, right. Cause in real estate, if you hit certain levers and we learned that firsthand, that you can actually make it cash flow. So the property ended up cash flowing for us. So um, so we saw the power of real estate right through our single family home to what a mortgage can do. So if you buy right and finance right, those are, those are two levers.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: it will always pay out. And so our single family house that we owned paid out for, like, I want to say a mistake we made, um, but we learned from it. We learned a lot from that one place. So, um, so that's how we got started in learning that there was a power in real estate and, uh, what a cash flow felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at, in turn, uh, we had some pain points as far as, like I said, we only made so much we were at our thresholds. It was like, how can we create this, um, passive income that we're getting now and how can we create it multiple times? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was like a large multifamily, like we knew duplexes. Cause we knew what it was like to have one. It was like, when we were empty, we were 100% empty. Like if yeah. there was no tenant, we were hundred percent, no tenant. Um, yeah. So duplex 50%. So it's like, how can we do it where it's in a larger scale? And that was in commercial, in a commercial multifamily space. So it, that was then learning that that's a business. I mean, we read a lot of books, we went on a lot of podcasts and, you're buying a business. And so you have to learn that business. And in order to do it, uh, we just,
1: decided- wait, 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 yeah. watch, watch me work. Watch me work. I've been no. waiting to, uh, in order to do that, you join Jake and Gino's community, right? Well, you know how I got it? Two words you said earlier, cause I've heard, I've heard their group say it a million times. <laughs> And I was like, that sounds like Jake, cause I've been to events where they're events and Mike and Mike Trevelli is my good friend. So, okay. uh, and Josh and, 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 and Gino's the reason I'm not in the restaurant anymore business anymore. Thank God. Got but it. you joined Jake and Gino's community, didn't you?
2: That's right. That's right. You got it. You hit the nail on the head because it's all about right. What do they teach Buy right manage right finance, right? Totally. It's the truth. If you hit all those levers, you're going to be, you're going to be good, good to go. So,
1: and, and so, and so I agree with you. And I think this is an interesting concept that people don't understand. Even I had to learn it myself is that I, I have a friend who lives in Sacramento, but they bought a, I want to say like a 28 unit in Memphis or something like that. It doesn't matter, but they realized that if 14 units paid, they would break even. And so it's like if 14 units pay and like the other 14 don't. It's okay. And like, that's such a, Oh my, that's like an aha moment that changes your life because, you know, uh, I, I've, I've been in the Airbnb space for years and we still do that for clients. Like that comes and goes like it is, it, it, it's, it's you ever generated. But if you have a single family house and it sits vacant for a month or, or an AC breaks, or you need a new roof. That's right. Uh, you guys gotta take a year to, to, to recoup. I mean, maybe longer, to be honest with you, just to, I, I, I me personally, I don't see the need in like, we're getting in a new construction space. We're going to be building new construction. That's a whole nother concept, but I don't see like having 50 houses to me, like single family houses makes me want to like throw up. Like it doesn't like that to me, it seems like headache city.
2: Yeah, sure. It's, it's not scalable. So like when you get into a larger multifamily it's like you have it's the same footprint right each each apartment is the same footprint so Mm -hmm. if you're buying multiple single-family homes the footprint's very different on each in each uh, house so um and you have so many roofs too which is you know that can get very costly Mm -hmm. so um so that was that was the best fit for us was to go into a larger type of space um But it it was something that I never imagined I could do. I mean, I'm a teacher, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't think I could ever do something like that. Um, But it's all about surrounding yourself with those that are doing it and learning from them and learning how they did it. And um, so we decided how how can we learn and and not only just educate ourselves, but let's take action and learn it um, through, through doing. So we decided, you know, let's try it on the LP side which is a limited partner side. For those that don't know what LP is, it's a limited partner side. Um, and so we tried it that way. And that's that's a great way to do it as well, where you can actually create passive income for yourself and not be the landlord. So we've done it that way. And we also just started, we just closed on a property at the beginning of March on the active side. So um, so we diversified in two different areas. So we're, we're happy to be on the passive to learn. And um, now we're really getting our, our feet wet and actually learning and getting our hands dirty um, on what it is to be on the active side as well.
1: What, what advice would you give to anybody out there that's listening to this? That's a, I don't know. uh, You know, they, they work in pharmaceutical sales or they're, they're a teacher or they're whatever they are. It doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. but they think that that's the only thing they have to do because I don't understand this and I don't do that. Like what, what advice would you give to them? Cause obviously you you've, you've crossed that hurdle.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's all about educating yourself. It's about surrounding yourself with the right people, right? They say we become the five people we surround ourselves with. So Mm -hmm. if you can surround yourself with those people that are doing it and learning from them. um, I mean, a lot of people like if you're in the pharmaceutical and medical field, you may not have the time to, and you like real estate, you may not have the time to be a landlord. But um, you can invest passively. And that's, that's another thing that I don't think is told to many of us as far as whether you're a teacher, right? We're not taught that. We're taught um, retire for your pension and we're taught retire with your 403B, which is um, like a 401k. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what we're taught. We're never taught you can actually create passive income through real estate. Um, and there's ways to do that. So, um, I, But if there's advice, you can do it. It's just a matter of educating yourself. And it's a matter of wanting it, if that's what you want. If you want a way, either way out, or if you want a way to create more income without having to sacrifice more time, multifamily um, is definitely the way to go. I mean, I, I, could, I could work harder. I could, but um, and, and I don't mind working harder, but I'm also giving up a lot in my life if I'm doing that right? So something has to give. So how can I make my money work harder for me
1: yeah.
2: than me work harder for my money?
1: So. And, you know. and, and I'm, I'm not, I, I want to be very careful the way I say this, because I'm not trying to like, I'm not like labeling you. I'm not, I'm just merely like, I'm laughing, right? Because like in my head, because I, you got to understand, I, I worked at hotels and bars for 20 years. So I've been around a million conversations of people, you know, couples getting together, or like friends getting together. And I know a lot of friends in the teaching space. We actually do some coaching in the teaching space to teach them real estate, stuff like that, which I love, especially in the hospitality. I just think it's funny to me that you've been a teacher for that long. And I would imagine that when you have lunch, with your other fellow teachers, <laughs> the conversation that you want to have or, or that you might have and what they're having, like, oh my God, you're investing in apartments. Like what is going on right now? Like
2: exactly,
1: people don't understand how far it is from the typical, what we're taught that it can be learned and it can be done. And it's just about being available for the conversation is, is, I think is the most important
2: thing. 100%. And I also think you have to have a pain point too, to want to have to learn about something new, mm, mm-hmm. right? A, because sometimes great. we get into our comfort zone and we're just comfortable there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just, you know, just going along the daily routine. But, you know, sometimes you, I hear people saying, oh, it's Monday morning again. Mm-hmm. When is Friday? It's like, I, I don't want to feel like that every day. You know, I don't want to, I want to look forward to every day, not just like when is friday Friday. Um, and, you know, I, that, those are conversations sometimes we're having. And it's like, there is another way. And and it's a matter of educating yourself and learning that other way. If you're, if you have a pain point, you really want to, I think that's important.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, I agree 100%. What was the first, uh, what was the first deal that you invested in, in the multifamily space?
2: Um, we became LPs on a multifamily, uh, in Pennsylvania. It's a 42 unit class B plus plus, which is almost mm-hmm. a class a, um, it's a beautiful property. Um, and it's giving, um, 8% preferred return. So when I think about, you know, if you have some cash sitting in the bank, it's like, what is it doing there? It, it was mm-hmm. like, how can I help make that work for me? And, I would think about stocks because that's the way you thought, right? I would think about stocks. I would think about mutual funds. But then I, I couldn't put my head down at night, right? I was just like, is it going to be there? It's doing great now, but is it going to be there tomorrow? Um, so that's the fear. I don't like that feeling. So um, so it was like, okay, let's try this. Let's try the LP position. And um, it's been great. So yeah, so we're getting 8% preferred return on it and and we're happy.
1: And so anybody that doesn't fully understand that in a situation like that, you are trusting. So so an operator has a property Mm -hmm. and they've got a property management company and they're saying, hey, listen, this is what we're going to do with it. We need so and so. Typically, it's fifty thousand dollars is the minimum, you know, whatever you want to put in and then you get a percent. Of the deal, and then you get your preferred return. But uh, I I just want to double check: Do you also get tax benefits from investing in the deal as well, too, or is that only a syndicator gets those? Do you know anything about that? Am I off?
2: Uh, Sure, you do. You get tax benefits. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so there's multiple ways that that money makes returns for you, and I think that's what's exciting. And Mm -hmm. and I think you know, infinite banking, you know, health insurance, overflated health insurance. There's so many different ways. So what was the what was the next deal that you did in the multifamily?
2: Yeah, so the next deal um, we did with some a, a JV a joint venture uh, with some partners um, back uh, it's down in in North Carolina. Um, this one is a it's a, a thirty six unit fractured condominium development that we acquired thirty two of, which I just found out last night that we're f- purchasing two more. So we're going to have thirty four of the thirty six. Um, so what happened was back in two thousand eight. A builder was building the condominiums to sell, and he was only able to sell four. Um, so he stopped building because the, the crash happened and um, rented them rest out that he couldn't sell. And then he continued to build the rest in 2015, started renting those out. And um, he wasn't a landlord, he was a builder. So he wanted out. So uh, so my, uh, one of our partners found this. It's a beautiful property. Um, they were all two bedroom, two bath um 1100 square feet uh, apartments um they're, they're condos but they're apartments now for us um and they were under rented cuz he wasn't a property owner he was a property owner he wasn't a landlord so he just kept it status quo so um so yeah so we got into this this property and uh it's doing it's doing well it's doing awesome
1: right. and and what is the what is the long-term vision for you and your husband you know as you said like what what do you see like if you had to cast out like the next three to five years, like, what do you, what are y'all focused on? What do you want to get into? Um, stuff like that.
2: Yeah. So we're still looking actively looking in the Southeast. Um, you know, our, our vision, my vision is to be able to subsidize my income within the next five years with, with passive income. So, um, if I can do that and hopefully maybe one day, um, step away from, you know, my career, whether it's in five or eight years, you know, wh- wh- whenever it takes me there um, mm-hmm. is what is what, I, what I'm looking to do is to subsidize my income um, with passive real estate, hopefully within the next five years. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, personally, I think I could do that for you in two, but that's okay. That's a whole nother conversation for another day. Right. Cause I know you want to get out. And, and so like, I'm like, how can we make that happen? Like tomorrow?
2: like yeah. Uh, yeah it takes
1: time know, hey real estate takes time right it, it agreed 100% uh but but you you put in your time you, you you deserve you deserve to travel and and go hunt down real estate um you know it's it's one of those things where it's it's wild right you you have you, you, you know I put on events you travel around you know you, you meet people at conferences you meet people on podcasts and the amount of people that I meet that lets the story starts well I never thought I'd be in real estate you know that's like the the, the tagline and, and it, it's uh, this the reason this conversation matters and the reason that it matters to even have this and share this with people is that it it, it can happen and it can't happen for everybody and there's You know, I look, you can do whatever asset class you want. We don't care as long as you're creating. You know, I've met people, I I met a guy the other day that won Airbnb in the Smoky Mountains and his wife left her job. Like, and it's like, you know, that's what is that? A $350,000 house? Like, he was in the military, used a VA loan, like, boom, done. Like, you know, And so we're not saying that you have to go out buy apartments. We're not saying that you have to be a wholesaler. We're not even saying you have to do Airbnb. But but do something. Take some of your, take some of what you make, right? And I'm sure you feel the same way I do. If I would have put away all the cash that I made when I was bartending and, and bar managing, I, I'd be retired already. <laughs> if I would have if I would have put some of that money in, so you know it, it, it's important that people understand that, and and that's why I think a community and 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 I'll champion them all day long. I'm very aggressive about how I feel about the Jacob Gino community because they're the most amazing humans ever. Anybody I've ever talked to and they attract the most amazing humans ever. And just talk about, you know, your time and that. And, and let's be honest, like an investment like that is not something that is cheap. So it, it takes a commitment, but I would imagine that what you've got out of it is 30 times.
2: Oh, 100%. I mean, Uh, you know, I was just on a podcast with Gino and Julia and, and they even do like couples coaching. So it's like, not even, it's not even just real estate, right. It's also about mind, your mind, your mindset, your relationships. So it's like everything. And it's just like, that's it's business is one thing, but your mind is another, like the way you, your relationships are at home. And, and it's just amazing. Yeah. So um, it definitely paid off I've met the most amazing people and networked with the most, the greatest people too. So um, we met our partners through it. So it's just, it's not something it's, it's not something you could do alone, put it that way. It's Mm -hmm. something that, you know, you, everyone has a strength. It's about about finding those that have that certain strength that you're lacking. So it's definitely um, a place you could find that is in Jake and Gino for sure.
1: No, I love that. And and so, you know, I love that aspect because I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a mindset coach. So, uh it's probably uh, all I talk about really. The real estate stuff is it's whatever. Yeah. It's easy.
0: Yeah. It's easy.
1: We'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> let's exactly. just go buy buildings and figure it out. What have you learned uh, just being around that community that that they that they don't, which I think is a crime, and that's why I'm going to fix it in the Middle school and high school is one of my focuses to teach kids. And and you don't know a lot about me, but you know I was a drug addict and I was homeless and I was alcoholic for 30, for twenty years. So I've been sober for two and a half years. So a lot of the work we do for charity is in the recovery space and to see those people thrive and stuff. And I know what mindset's done for me, so I I champion you know, all that work. And so just being around those people and stuff they don't teach probably in the corporate world. Like, what have you learned about just kind of like yourself, right? Like, like to to that, that you're, that you're even surprised about things that you've learned about the mind and everything.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's all about having a growth mindset and I mean, things that I've accomplished, like I never thought I could accomplish certain things um, and be where I am today. So like, I mean, just thinking, you know, I don't, I don't know. I I can't, I can't even like put it into words. Like the, the, it's like having that, like saying you say to yourself, for example, I am not good. I can't, I can't go into multifamily. Like that is like confusing to me. I can't do it. That's just not for me. But if you have that mindset is how can I do it? How can I learn it? Right, and how how can I achieve this? Then it's that's having a growth mindset. Um, so I know, and they talk about gremlins in your head say, "No, you can't," and you're like, "Well, I can," but like, no, you really can't. You're only you're only a, a teacher. You're only like you only know this. And it's like, if you could get past that and get rid of those, and just put your horse blinders on and say, "Yes, I can." And the amazing part about being part of a community like Jake and Gino is that we're we hold each other accountable. Mm -hmm. So I am learning from so many amazing people in there and they push me to be better. It's like, okay, I feel like I have to keep up with them. You're doing that. I can do that too. I have to like keep up. So it's like almost like kind of like a competition, but not really, but it's just basically pushing each other. So, um, yeah, I, I totally agree that, you know, you have to have that mindset where, um, you can achieve whatever you put your mind to. You really can. It's just a matter of staying the course and and, and blocking out the noise because there's plenty of noise out there. Mm-hmm. Plenty of yeah. people coming to you saying, no, you can't, you can't, you know, well, how could you do this? Be careful, you know, all this stuff, right? But it's like, if you could block that out and stay focused, it's, you know, game over. You can accomplish anything.
1: I couldn't agree more. So if people want to follow this journey, she's going to be they're going to be at 200 units like by like July. It's I'm not even worried about it. So if they want to follow your journey, how would they do that?
2: Yeah, they could follow me on LinkedIn at Francesca Apostolou. They can follow me on Facebook. It's uh, Jim and Francesca Apostolou. And where else? And they can email me if they'd like Francesca at Niveau properties.com.
1: I love it. Guys, if you like this episode, make sure you send it out to your friends and we'll see you next time. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Construct Your Life with Austin Lenny. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to start constructing your life by taking immediate action on what you learn. For show notes, resources, and more information on one-on-one coaching with Austin, visit constructyourlifepodcast.com.